Hello and welcome to the 141st episode of the Brawl Time Podcast. I'm your host, Jackson, and today I'm going to be ranking all the brawlers in the game from worst to best in Solo Showdown. So uh, I did an episode like this a few months ago, but since then the meta in Showdown has drastically changed. Um, We were in a tank meta the previous time I did this, and now uh, it's completely shifted. Uh, just because of new maps being added, new brawlers. Oh yeah, so there's definitely a lot of changes in this ranking. And a few people requested it, so I decided that I would do the episode. Um, also, keep in mind this episode is specifically for solo showdown, not duos, because there are quite a few changes if I were to make it duo showdown. Uh, I might do a ranking for duo showdown in the near future if you guys want that. Uh, also, uh, final announcement, uh, I know I usually don't ask for reviews at the beginning of the episode, but I thought all you guys should know, uh, when I do hit 100 reviews on Apple Podcasts, I will actually start uploading to my YouTube channel. Uh, so currently we're sitting at 94 reviews, so yeah, once we get six more, uh, I'll start the YouTube channel up and start publishing on it. I'll probably do some, like, rank 25 gameplays, uh, just some, like, general um, showdown tips, just really anything that I think would be a good, like, a good video. Um, But anyway, let's get into the ranking. Alright, so coming in dead last, this brawler has been at the very bottom of solo showdown uh, by a very large margin for... Uh, basically what feels like forever now. Um, I'm really not sure if this brawler's ever uh, been out of the top five worst. And that brawler is Tick. So Tick really just doesn't work for Solo Showdown for a few reasons. Uh, one, and probably the most important, he doesn't have like any health. He has under 3,000. He can get one shot by an ambush piper. And yeah, he's just so vulnerable. He has no good method to really defend himself. Like, he has no speed or shield or really anything. And if anyone gets near him, uh, Tick is just dead. The only thing that he can do is use his super uh, or a gadget. I mean, his super actually is decent for preventing people from getting on top of him. But it's pretty hard to get Tick super in the first place. And if someone starts rushing you off spawn like they should, you're going to end up dying even if you use your gadget. So yeah, Tick easily come in last. Like he's just such a bad brawler for solo showdown, and you should literally never play him outside of Cavern Turn. And even there, there's better options. So coming in at number thirty-seven is Dynamite. So Dynamite, very similar to Tick. Um, health is pretty low, and he has no very good way to defend himself. But he is actually just a good amount better than Tig at doing that. His gadget can give him some extra movement speed to escape. Uh, this doesn't help in all scenarios, but in a few it can be useful. It can also help him dodge like a Piper or a Brock if he gets stuck in an open field. Also, Dyna Jump can be used um, fairly effectively on a few maps to avoid running into people. But I mean, just at the end of the day... Uh, like, really, if someone tries to focus you, you're probably dead um, as soon as you run out of walls to hide behind. In late game, Dynamite is just such a bad brawler. Uh, and yeah, really, he's only playable on Cavern Churn. Uh, he is actually decent on um, 
treasure map, I think it's called, uh, just because the walls there um, just work really well with him. But, uh, I mean, he's more of a duo showdown brawler for that uh, uh, map anyway. So, I mean, really, just don't use Dynamite in solo showdown. There's just so many better modes to play him in. So, yeah, Dynamite is going to be coming in at number 37 on this list. So, uh, coming in at number 36 is Jesse. So, Jesse, um, yeah, she is really just also kind of never been a good showdown brawler. And it's really just for a few reasons. Uh, one, her damage is way too low to actually uh, make a big impact. Like, Yes, but like a lot of the brawlers that are higher up on this list have a good amount of HP, and Jesse needs like five or six attacks to actually kill them, uh, which is really hard with her terrible reload speed, and her shots are so easy to dodge that, uh, yeah, really, they never cause that big of an impact. Uh, Jesse only becomes good when you're actually able to get her turret, but that is also really hard because you actually have to hit shots, and yeah, she's... This just takes her forever to open up boxes, and nothing is really good about her except that turret, which, like I said, almost never comes out. I mean, like, almost she never gets. So, yeah, that's Jesse. So, coming at number 35 is Penny. So, Penny, um, basically, same reasons as Jesse about everything. Uh, just really easy attack to dodge, bad reload speed, bad damage, and just overall, uh, very weak without her super. Uh, but the reason why Penny is higher than Jessie is just because she can open up the boxes a lot faster than Jessie actually can. Uh, with that, like, coin effect if the two boxes are near each other. So that can definitely help her kind of get a solid advantage, maybe take a few more hits, maybe actually get a kill. So, yeah, I mean, Penny's still a really bad option, but slightly better than Jessie. So coming in, number 34 is Sprout. So Sprout, uh, just like all these other throwers, really just not good in solo showdown at all. Uh, just not that good at defending uh, himself. I mean, that super can be used to an extent, but uh, there's like, the showdown map is just so large that you really don't get that much value out of it. Uh, where in like, 3v3, it's one of the best supers in the game. Uh, in showdown, it's really just not that useful in most scenarios. Uh, sometimes you can, like, block yourself off and it'll help a ton, or you can maybe trap somebody, but, yeah, usually it's not gonna help that much, and if anyone rushes you off spawn and they can get up close to you, you're dead, so that definitely is not good with Sprout, and yeah, really, I don't recommend playing Sprout anywhere outside of Cavern Churn, and, uh, maybe Treasure Hunt, but once again, Sprout, really, a duo showdown brawler, might actually be the best duo showdown brawler in the game right now, but solos really just don't use Sprout. So, coming at number 33 is Nita. So, Nita, uh, I mean, really, the big downfall to her is her range. Her range is just so bad, uh, she really can't hit anyone outside of tanks who really don't see that much play, especially in high trophy showdown. And, yeah, Nita's kind of just like Penny and Jesse, who really relies on her super, which is her bear, to actually do well. Uh, the nice thing about uh, Nita, though, once you actually get her super, um, there's a good chance that you can do really well in that match because if you're able to super and activate that gadget, you can kill them and get your super back and continue to chain them if you need to. 
So that can definitely help out quite a bit, but really you're not going to get Nita's super until the very end of the game. Uh, but that requires you to actually survive, which is really hard for Nita on basically every single map. Uh, I mean, she's playable, I guess, on a few maps. Like, point of view, she's not actually the worst on. Uh, but I mean, really outside of that, she's just a bad option everywhere else. Uh, so yeah, Nita uh, coming in at number 33. So, coming at number 32 is Piper. So, Piper, uh, really, the main issue with her is the later you get into the game, the worse she gets. And that's not how you want to have a brawler and showdown. So, a lot of these top brawlers, they get stronger and stronger as the game progresses. Uh, but Piper is the complete opposite. Early game, um, on, on like the maps you actually play her on, she's one of the best brawlers, if not the best. She just has that crazy range, and no one can really deal with her effectively. But as soon as the gas starts to close up the map, and Piper has less uh, long-range areas where she can attack people, she just starts to get worse and worse and worse. This is the reason why I think that you should use her auto-aimer gadget over homemade recipe and showdown, because it actually helps Piper out in close-range combat. Yeah, it's just really hard to actually win a game with Piper, because, yeah, the closer the gas gets in, the less you damage you do, and the easier it is for the enemies to kill you. So, I mean, Piper, um, she is actually one of the best brawlers on a few maps, most notably uh, Grassy Gorge and, uh, what's it called, um, uh, Victor Valley. Uh, but, I mean, outside of those maps, really not that good. Also, Playball and Riverside Ring as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, really, just overall, Piper, not that good and competitive at all. So, coming at number 31 is Colt. So Colt, uh, really the main issue with him, it's just so hard to hit shots with Colt. Uh, the map is just so big in Showdown that it's very easy to dodge a Colt and just easily avoid him. And he gets countered by all the top brawlers very easily. And you have to be very insane with Colt to actually do well and push him up high. But even then, you still kind of just get destroyed by the majority of the top brawlers in the Showdown meta. So, I mean, yeah, overall, Colt, really just not a good option and really not even playable on any maps. I mean, he I guess he's okay on maybe, like, um, Shadow Spears or something, but really, just don't use Colt in Showdown. So, coming in at number 30 is Rico. So, Rico, uh, very similar to Colt in basically every aspect. Uh, you need to be very good with him to do well. Uh, his shots are very easy to dodge. Uh, low health, but Rico does have a few advantages. One, that extra speed star power can come in handy quite often and help Rico escape, which is a very powerful mechanic for Showdown. And also, Rico's completely busted on Cavern Churn, one of the best brawlers in the mode, probably like second or third best. I uh, really only behind like Bo, maybe Tara. Uh, but outside of Cavern Churn, he's really a bad option everywhere else. So yeah, Rico, um, just overall not a good brawler to be using inside of Showdown. So coming in at number 29, the final thrower is Barley. So Barley, um, kind of like the other throwers, he's really not that great, but I did give him a slightly higher spot than the rest, uh, just because his gadget uh, can actually be used fairly well to defend himself, especially against more of the close-range brawlers. 
Uh, it's not perfect. Like, it really doesn't work against anyone that has range. But if someone that's more of, like, a close-rangey type brawler that's still good, like maybe a Jackie or a Mortis or someone like that tries to approach you, you can activate that gadget and escape very easily. But, I mean, still, if you're in an open field, you're not going to do well. Everyone will just pick on you, and you have no way to really kind of just defend yourself and get kills. Uh, so, yeah, Barley coming in at number 29. So, coming in at number 28 is Shelly. So, Shelly, definitely one of the biggest dips on this list. I think last time she was, like, 12 or 13. Uh, but now she's all the way down to 28, and that is because... The tank meta is completely over. There's, like, one good tank in Showdown at this point. And, um, yeah, Shelly was really only good to shut out all the tanks that saw play. Especially at high trophies where everyone teams up. You could really just um, do very well with Shelly. Uh, but, yeah, now Shelly's just a really bad option. There's no point in playing her because tanks really don't see as much play. And without tanks, Shelly's just a really bad brawler. Uh, in Showdown, and just in general. So, yeah, Shelly coming in at number 28. So, coming in at number 27 is Sandy. So, Sandy, uh, like, I mean, kind of sneaky bad. Like, a lot of people seem to think that Sandy's pretty good in Showdown. But in reality, Sandy's just not good. Uh, his range is just so bad. Um, It's very hard to hit a lot of the brawlers that see a lot of play. And, yeah, Sandy doesn't really have, like, any uh, counters against any of, like, the uh, good brawlers. Really, all of them just counter him. And, I mean, Sandy, just overall not that strong of a brawler. Uh, he actually is um, one of the best brawlers on Treasure Hunt. No one really talks about Sandy as a meta option there, but Sandy's sneaky good there. Uh, also, on Will of the Wisp, Sandy's good as well, but... Outside of those two maps, don't really recommend pushing Sandy in Showdown, especially uh, just because of how powerful Sandy is in modes like Gem Grab. So coming in at number 26 is Frank. So Frank, uh, he was definitely one of the higher-up brawlers on the previous list. I think I had him almost in the top 10, and that was just because of his very high health. And in the tank meta, Frank was really able to shine, uh, especially when he teams up with the other tanks. Uh, but now, Frank really is just a very bad option. Uh, the maps have completely shifted, and yeah, Frank no longer good. Everyone can just easily poke away at him, and there's nothing he can really do. Even with that high health, that can only keep him alive for so long before he just gets like pinched by like five brawlers that all want to charge their super, and he dies. And yeah, just overall, Frank really not a good option anymore. The health is really the only thing that uh, doesn't put him in like dead last, but... Yeah, just overall, don't play Frank in Showdown, outside of maybe, like, one or two uh, very select maps. But yeah, now that I think about it, Frank, really just don't play him anywhere. Uh, so, yeah, coming in at number uh, 25 is El Primo. So, El Primo, same reason as Frank, used to be one of the better Showdown brawlers in this tank meta, but... Now that the meta is completely shifted out of tanks, um, yeah, El Primo no longer good really anywhere. He is decent in Cavern Churn, kind of, but I mean, when you get high up enough, it's literally just like eight bows spinning in the middle, and El Primo really can't do anything about that. So yeah, just like Frank, he's kind of just free super for everyone, and especially with Surge seeing so much play now, El Primo really just not a good option. 
So coming in at number 24 is Rosa. So Rosa, uh, I mean, yeah, just same reason as Frank and El Primo. Meta shifted. None of the maps are really that good for Rosa anymore. And yeah, Rosa, just everyone goes and picks on her, just gets their super charged. And yeah, overall, Rosa really not that good. Uh, her bushes actually can make her decent in some scenarios, though. She can hook up some key bushes. She can actually control the map fairly well, but that's more of a strategy for kind of the 600 to 750 range. And once you get past that, Rosa really just not a good option. So coming in at number 23 is Bull. So Bull, um, kind of the best of this group of tanks that are all clumped up together. Uh, just because uh, he can kind of have more health than the rest with his three gadget uses and his uh, tough guy star power. He actually has a very good amount of health. And it's very tricky to take out Bull, especially on the maps that you play him on. So, I mean, Bull, really not a good option just in general, but I think he is the best out of this pack of tanks. And he's actually um, fairly solid in Cavern Churn. Uh, and also kind of Feast or Famine, not really, and maybe even Treasure Hunt. So coming in at number 22 is Tara. So Tara might be a little bit higher than most people would expect. I mean, um, yeah, I don't think any of you guys really thought that Tara was almost going to make the top 20. Uh, but Tara's actually fairly good right now on quite a few maps. Uh, and it's just very largely due to that gadget. That gadget just provides an insane amount of value, letting you see the whole entire showdown map, bushes, uh, just making it so easy for Tara to get kills and charge up that super. And on some maps, the gadget just kind of breaks the mode. Uh, like Tara, one of the best brawlers, if not the best brawler for Feast or Famine right now. Uh, same goes with uh, Cavern Churn. Even like modes like, even maps like Safety Center, um or kind of even eggshell uh, that just have a lot of bushes. Tara can do very well there. So, I mean, yeah, Tara overall, kind of a sneaky, uh, good brawler. So, coming in at number 21 is Mr. P. So, Mr. P, uh, he's definitely more of a duo showdown brawler. He's uh, one of the best for duo showdown, probably top, like, three or five. But in solos, he really gets a lot weaker, uh, it's just kind of easy to deal with Mr. P if you're able to get up close enough. And without that super, he's just really vulnerable and can't do much. But on the correct maps, if you play Mr. P, uh, he can really dominate. Um, I mean, he's just so good on safety center. Um, yeah, just so hard to deal with him. Same goes for treasure hunt. Uh, just, yeah, those kind of maps he's just very good on. But I mean, still, he does just kind of get picked on if he doesn't have a super, which is definitely a very big downside to Mr. P. So coming in number 20 is Poco. So Poco, uh, prob this is probably the most controversial pick on this whole entire list. Uh, a lot of people consider Poco to be like a bottom five brawler in, sh in Solo Showdown. But I actually think Poco is sneaky good, and honestly, I might be undervaluing him. I could see him maybe being top 15, maybe even top 10. Call me crazy, but Poco is actually very strong in Showdown right now. Uh, just because that Super and Gadget give him so much health, it's very hard to kill him. Uh, he's basically like a tank, but with range at this point. I mean, it does take him forever to open up the boxes, but 
Uh, I mean, if you play your cards correctly, you can kind of prevent people from stealing boxes from you. And yeah, as soon as Poco gets that super, it's really hard to deal with him. Uh, he actually is one of the better options versus basically all of the best brawlers right now. He can really survive um, very well. Um, and he's good on quite a few maps, actually. Uh, like I like him on uh, Will of the Wisp a pretty good amount. Uh, Dark Passage I like him on. Uh, Victor Valley is pretty good. Um, uh, I'm looking through some of the maps. Uh, he's actually decent on Riverside Ring. Uh, Clash Coliseum, he's okay in. Um, Shadow Spirits, he's pretty good in. So just overall, Poco's like a very sneaky good option. Um, yeah, I still think I might be undervaluing him a little bit. I only put him at 20 because kind of the general uh, consensus is that he's really low, but... I think he's a pretty solid option. Try out Poco and Solo Shodan if you haven't in a while. You might uh, get some good results. So yeah, Poco coming in at number 20. So coming in at number 19 is Ems. So Ems, uh, just overall fairly good at surviving because it's very difficult for Brawlers to actually uh, approach Ems because she has that lingering attack that does an insane amount of damage. You really can't chase her down. So really the only way you can kill her is by pinching her or getting into a scenario where she has nowhere to run. Uh, so yeah, early game, it's just very hard to actually kill an M's. Uh, but I mean, she isn't the best late game when she can kind of just get trapped in a corner and just killed by a lot of the other brawlers that are really good. But even then, she's still decent. She's able to get a good power cube lead or maybe get a super. M's can definitely steal the game out of nowhere. So yeah, overall, M's a very good showdown brawler. So coming at number 18 is Mortis. So might be a little surprised to see Mortis this high, but it kind of makes some sense. Uh, just his dashing ability is so powerful in solo showdown. The whole objective of the game mode is to stay alive as long as you can. And Mortis, with the best mobility in the game, uh, he's just able to stay alive so long and very easily just dash away from anyone that's near you. Uh, I mean, he isn't great at really killing the majority of the top brawlers right now, but he doesn't need to. He can just camp out with his one or two power cubes he gets from boxes and do pretty good. Um, I know my friend I Am Boss managed to push uh, Mortis to 800 inside of Solo Showdown uh, just by using the strategy of avoiding people. And yeah, I mean, overall, Mortis, a very good brawler in Showdown. I mean, playable in Treasure Hunt, um, Riverside Ring. Uh, he, yeah, like really, he just excels in any of the maps that a lot of long-range brawlers he play in because he can usually counter them because they're more squishy. So yeah, overall, Mortis, very good option. So coming in at number 17 is Nani. So Nani, um, probably one of the most annoying brawlers to face inside a Showdown just because she can... Like, two-shot you from across the map very easily while auto-aiming, which is kind of crazy. But yeah, Nani, a fairly solid option inside a showdown. Uh, if she can kind of get into that long-range fight that she wants to force you into, uh, it's very hard to beat her. Really, nobody can beat her in that max distance fight outside of a few select brawlers. And, I mean, her super also really powerful, lets her move around the map with that gadget or just get, a, like, basically free damage on somebody. Or if someone's approaching you, you can activate your super to just get that extra 3,000 damage. Uh, so, yeah, Nani, I mean, overall, definitely a solid option. 
Uh, has low health, though, so can kind of get pinched in some scenarios and just get killed. But, I mean, still, Nani, definitely a very good brawler if you play her on the right maps. So, coming in number 16 is Spike. So, Spike, um, I mean, he's just overall kind of a pretty good brawler for the mode just because uh, he, he has pretty good range, which obviously means he's able to hit brawlers. He's able to hit more brawlers. Uh, his attacks can go around walls, which is really nice. If people are trying to escape, he's really good at preventing them from doing that. And that super can provide him with quite a lot of value if it's slowing down someone who's rushing him or using it with that fertilized star power to get the extra health. Spike's just overall a very good option, but he does kind of rely on his super to survive longer in the late game, and usually Spike's the first target late game, I find, especially when people are teaming up. So yeah, Spike, I mean, definitely a good option, but also not great. So yeah, coming in at number 15 is Daryl. So Daryl, definitely one of the better tanks, in my opinion, and that is just because he doesn't need to do any damage to actually charge his super. One of the big downfalls of tanks is they have to get up close to get their super, and that's very hard for them, especially against uh, very good players who know what they're doing. But Daryl, on the other hand, he can just farm up boxes, camp in a bush, and then his super will automatically charge up. And then, really, nobody can kind of chip away from a mid-range, or else he'll just roll on them and get the kill. So, yeah, Daryl, definitely a solid option, but, I mean, also, he's not the best, especially at very high trophy showdown, where everyone has, like, turrets to block him, and he kind of just gets outranged. So, I mean, Daryl, definitely a good option, especially in the lower range, but not great. So, coming at number 14 is Brock. So, Brock, really just a superior piper. Uh, he's very good on any of those long-range maps, uh, like Riverside Ring, uh, Victor Valley, just maps like those he's very powerful on. Obviously, because of uh, he's a sharpshooter, so he's going to be good there. Um, but I mean, also, his gadget is so good in so many scenarios. It allows him to get out of a lot of bad situations very easily. Uh, it's the most powerful on Treasure Hunt and Eggshell, where you can either jump over the water or jump over the walls. Um... And I mean, yeah, overall, Brock just a very good option. Uh, kind of like Piper, he gets worse in the late game. It's just kind of easier to dodge his shots, and he really doesn't stack up well up close versus the meta brawlers. But I mean, if you're able to take advantage of the early game and pick up a few power cubes, you can definitely win a, a showdown game with Brock. So coming at number 13 is Leon. So Leon used to be the best brawler in showdown, but really has been kind of slowly falling, I feel like. Uh, his gadget is definitely useful in some scenarios, but it's only really good versus a few brawlers. Uh, most notably, Crow, he can sponge up a lot of damage versus him. And a few other brawlers, but really, I feel like the main issue with Leon, his long-range chip damage is just so bad, and compared to a brawler like a Surge or a Pam... He just gets completely wrecked on uh, long range. I mean, sure, if he gets up close, he has a chance at killing them. But the majority of fights take place at kind of that mid like that mid range, like a Pam range sort of thing. And Leon just really bad there. So, yeah, I mean, overall, Leon definitely good if you're able to start chaining supers. But uh, I feel like he can kind of just get killed fairly easily without that super. So coming at number 12 is Bow. 
So Bo mainly this high up on the list because of that gadget. The super totem is just so powerful for charging up your super. And that super is actually fairly solid. You can really block off brawlers from advancing up the map uh, with it. And yeah, just very good at pinching people. I mean, overall, Bo's just kind of built to be a good showdown brawler. Like, pretty good range, pretty good damage, pretty good health. I mean, just overall, yeah, just a solid option. Uh, not great. He does get countered by a few of the top brawlers, but he definitely is solid and he can definitely hold his own. So coming in at number 11 is Jackie. So Jackie, uh, I would say, is the best true tank inside of uh, Brawl Stars in Solo Showdown. Uh, just because of that gadget, that gadget makes Jackie a very versatile option. Uh, if you know you're going to be able to get the kill, you can use the gadget to go on the offensive and try and assassinate somebody. Or, most of the time, if you're in kind of a tricky situation, maybe someone's rushing you or you need to get out of like a big fight, you can activate that gadget, get that speed boost, and run away very easily. And paired with that high health from Jackie, um, especially with that star power, uh, it's just really hard to actually deal to Jackie. And later in the game, Jackie can really take over the match. Uh, I mean, main issue though, uh, can, Jackie can get kind of pinched and teamed on, which is not ideal, but still definitely a very good option and almost deserves a top 10 spot. So coming in at number 10 is Jean. So Jean, um, definitely better in duos, but still a really good option for solos. I mean, that pull is just so devastating. Being able to kill basically anyone you want at any time is so powerful, and it's very easy to get a Jean super. Um, and yeah, I mean, Jean just good on a lot of maps. That gadget really helps him out. Uh, if it's just getting health versus a long-range brawler, or pushing someone into the gas, or just knocking someone who's getting a little too close away, it just helps out Jean so much. And I mean, yeah, Jean definitely a very good option, especially on the long-range maps. So yeah, I think Jean definitely deserves a top 10 spot. So coming in at number nine is B. So um, like I've heard a lot of people say B is a top five brawler. Maybe I've seen a few t people say B is top three, but I really feel like B is just overhyped. I really don't know why everyone thinks she's so good. Um, maybe it's because of that shield that she gets that kind of like gives her a second life to an extent. Um, or maybe it's like this one person pushed B to like two thousand one hundred solo showdown a while ago, but everyone seems to think B is one of the best um, in the mode. I don't think B is really like top, top tier, but she's definitely a fairly solid option. Um, kind of like Brock, um, really in almost all ways, has good gadget for uh, defending herself and escaping, good damage at long range, but yeah, really just that star power, that honey coat that gives her that uh, kind of just extra um, boost to stay alive. Uh, just really powerful. So B definitely top 10, but I don't think is a top three brawler. So coming in at number eight is BB. So BB could be the top tank if you consider her to be one. Um, I feel like with all of her health nerfs, she's really not a tank anymore. More of kind of like a fighter brawler. Um, but BB definitely a very... Solid option showdown. Um, also very versatile. Has that movement speed or shield. 
Uh, it really depends on what map you're playing on. I feel like the movement speed one is better on the long range maps where you see a lot of Piper Brocks and Bees, so you can easily dodge them. But on those closer ones, you want to use the shield uh, just to sponge up a bunch of damage. And yeah, BB is one of the best brawlers late games. So if you're able to get a few teammates, you can make it to that late game and then just knock everyone into the gas with your very high amount of damage and your knockback ability. And yeah, BB is such a solid option. Um, the only reason BB is kind of like a little bit lower than the very top is it does kind of get picked on if BB isn't able to find teammates. But other than that, BB is just such a powerful brawler in Solo Showdown. So coming in at number seven is Gale. So Gale, um, for a very brief period of time, was like a top three showdown brawler. Uh, but now I say he's more like top seven. Uh, and I mean, that's still really good, though. Um, he's just overall very well-rounded. I mean, good health, good damage, good range all makes for a very good brawler. Uh, and then also, he's one of the best at escaping. He has that jump pad to uh, just jump out of a bad area. He can jump over a wall or something and just get out of that fight that he's in. Um, but really the thing that makes him so powerful is that super, um, being able to just knock anyone away from you, like, eight to ten tiles away is completely insane. You can knock people into the gas, sometimes hit multiple people, late game, stun people. It's just so good and versatile, and it really makes it hard to actually kill Gale. So yeah, definitely in my opinion, Gale coming in at number seven. So coming in at number six is Crow. So Crow, um, although he still does have a really good placement, I feel like he is kind of overhyped in Showdown, and he kind of seems to be, like, dropping a little bit down the meta. So, uh, I mean, before, like, 750, Crow is arguably the best brawler in the mode, but when you really start to get into that high-tier competitive Showdown, which is what I'm going over, Crow just really isn't good at surviving in the late game, uh, usually how the games ends, like there's like eight people all teaming in the middle and the gas starts to get really close and then people start backstabbing each other. And usually Crow is the first one of those brawlers to go down. Uh, he just has like the lowest health out of basically anyone that sees a lot of play in Showdown. Uh, and even though the gadget can help him stay alive for maybe an extra second, it only lasts for three seconds and he still takes damage and he, yeah, he doesn't take away that he already has low health. So he just can't compete with some of those brawlers that have like a whole turret sponge as well. So although Crow is definitely a very good option, he's not that great at late game versus, uh, the best brawlers and he kind of gets countered by a few of them as well. So coming at number five is Max. So Max, I feel like, always seems to have, like, 10 power cubes somehow. Uh, and it's largely due to that insane DPS. Uh, I mean, four shots already is completely insane. And it's not even factoring in that star power that gives Max the, uh, like, faster reload speed, basically. Um, and, yeah, Max just does crazy amount of damage, can open up the boxes so quickly, has very quick movement speed to get even more in the middle, can easily get kills by just using that quick movement speed, high damage, good range, gadget, super, and just also good on defense as well if uh, Max needs to escape, can also use that super to run out, or maybe I'll uh, use the gadget to dodge a super or something. Only reason Max isn't even higher, not crazy OP late game, can kind of get... Uh, just outclassed by a few of the other brawlers, but Max is still definitely a very good option inside of Solo Showdown. So coming in at number four is Carl. 
So Carl, um, he's actually surprisingly good in showdown. This might be a little surprising. I mean, most people seem to think Carl's more like the top 10 range, but I think Carl's a top five brawler in solo showdown. Uh, he just has that really good health. Um, which allows him to just take a lot of damage easily. Um, also, he has good range uh, and good damage, so he can get kills kind of easily, and his super is very easy to charge up. Just find someone shorter range, and you'll get it. Um, and that super is very good and versatile. It can be used to go on the offensive uh, if like, you need to finish off a kill, or it can be used to escape if you need to. And also, like, Gadget's actually kind of underrated in Showdown. It's really good for kind of rotating across the map if you need to, because no one wants to uh, kind of just risk taking a bunch of damage from it. Uh, I mean, he isn't the greatest at the end of the match, but still, uh, Carl, definitely a very solid option in Solo Showdown. So now we're on to the top three. So I feel like this top three, there's kind of a huge gap from number three and number four. These three really define the meta. And yeah, coming in at number three is Surge. So Surge is so broken in Solo Showdown right now. Uh, just the ability to continue and continue to level up until he becomes level four, where he is basically unkillable. It can feel like uh, it's just so good. I mean, especially with teaming where people will just let you charge up your super um, for free is crazy overpowered. Um, and yeah, Surge gets better the later the game goes. Uh, it's easier for him to hit shots, and that means he's going to level up more. And yeah, as soon as he gets to that final stage, it can just feel impossible to win when he has, when there's a level 4 Surge. So yeah, Surge, definitely a top 3 brawler in Showdown, in my opinion. So coming in at number 2 is Pam. So Pam, uh, really good in Showdown, uh, just because already has really good health. Um, but really, the main thing is Pam is just so good at winning 1v1s. In my opinion, the best 1v1 brawler in the game. Pam really doesn't get countered by anyone, uh, which is really good in Showdown, obviously, a mode all about fighting people. Uh, and Pam is just so good at surviving at the end of that game with that healing turret. Uh, it can basically provide like 10,000 health worth of value, uh, which is completely insane because they have to deal like 5,000 damage to actually kill it. And then it, you have to factor in that it actually heals you plus that gadget. So yeah, it can give you an insane amount of health and just kind of take the focus off of you and move it on to someone else. So yeah, Pam definitely a very, very good brawler in Solo Showdown. And in my opinion, definitely deserves the number two spot. So, coming at number one, you guys probably already guessed it. This brawler has been the best brawler in Solo Showdown ever since they were released. Uh, and that brawler is 8-Bit. So, 8-Bit, um, he has good range. Um, his shots are fairly easy to dodge. Um, his damage is pretty good. Uh, and his reload speed is also solid. But his movement speed is completely terrible. Slowest in the game. So, I mean, those kind of attributes add up to a brawler in the 15 to 20-ish range. Nothing too special. Uh, but the thing that makes 8-Bit so good is his star power, Extra Life. Uh, like it says in the name, he gets an extra life that's completely broken. Uh, yeah, he just respawns with the shield that protects him for, like, two seconds. And then he respawns with his, like, 6,000 health. Uh, so it, it, it just breaks the mode, basically. Literally, the whole meta is built around 8-Bit. He's so much better than every other brawler in the mode. Uh, I feel like 
literally on every single map uh if like if we're playing in the highest tier competitive map like like mode like not mode just games uh it, like if i were playing in a one billion dollar brawl stars tournament and uh it was just on any map i think i would pick 8-bit no matter what map it is uh just because i think he's that powerful getting that extra life is just so crazy uh that damage turret also can be used to sponge up an insane amount of damage the gadget can be used to teleport out of the gas that you run into to take less damage at the end of the game. 8-Bit is just the king of surviving. It's so hard to beat him. And yeah, in my opinion, 8-Bit is the best brawler in solo showdown by a very large margin. Uh, so yeah, that is my ranking for solo showdown. Uh, be sure to let me know if you would change anything. Maybe you think I put Poco too high or maybe too low. Uh, maybe yeah, maybe just have some general changes. I'm very interested to hear what you have to say. And also let me know if you'd like to see a uh, duo showdown ranking in the near future. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Brawl Time Podcast. So before I end the show, I'd like to remind you to leave a five-star review if you enjoy the podcast. It really helps the podcast grow and I'll shout you out in the next episode. Uh, so I do have one new five-star review. This one comes from Star Wars BF2, and they say, Great podcast. Very helpful. I'm about to hit 6,000 trophies, and you helped me get there. Your amazing tips. Thanks. Keep up the great work, man. Uh, thumbs up emoji, smile face emoji. Uh, so, yeah, thank you so much for the five-star review, Star Wars BF2. And, yeah, I'm really glad that my podcast tips are able to get you to 6,000 trophies, uh, definitely a pretty big milestone, and yeah, just congrats on 6,000 trophies, and yeah, glad the tips help. And once again, thank you so much for the five-star review. Uh, so yeah, that's going to wrap it up for today's episode. I uh, don't really have any other announcements. Um, I just, once again, uh, once I hit 100 five-star reviews, once I get 100 uh, reviews on Apple Podcasts, I will be starting up the YouTube channel, so... Uh, yeah, be sure to leave a review if you haven't left one yet, if you want the YouTube channel. Uh, and yeah, hopefully enjoy this episode of the podcast, and I'll see you tomorrow.